Today's very special two-part, two-platform episode of the BS Podcast and Against All Odds. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When it comes to hiring, you don't need a high hiring IQ. Sal just got hired. I did. You just got hired. We'll talk about it in a second. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience for your job. 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. My listeners can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're also brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. How about that? Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk, especially on a three-day weekend that we have coming up. People could get hurt or killed. You could make a mistake that you would have to live with for the rest of your life. You get arrested, incur huge legal expenses, or even lose your job. If you think drunk driving is no big deal, you couldn't be more wrong. Drive sober or get pulled over. Learn more at nhtsa.gov. We were brought to you by theringer.com where we just had pizza day, Sal. I saw it. Pizza day. A special day about pizza. There's a whole LA pizza scene, favorite pizza, pop culture and pizza, whole thing. I I liked, I read the first 11 paragraphs. I was, uh, I was, I was, I was like, I need more. And then I started getting real hungry and I'm like, I have to read this later. That's the thing. I, we ended up getting pizza for lunch today because we really wanted pizza. Nice. Check that out. Check out the Ringer Podcast Network. We're against all odds. Well, part two of this podcast will be running. That's there. Tate Frazier. Yes. He's back. I'm back. Wow. Happy to be here. One time it's like special. It's like when Brock Lesnar comes back to a wrestling <laughs> pay-per-view. It's like, oh my God, the Survivor Series. That's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he has Against All Odds with Mark Titus and he has no, GM no, Street no. on the Ringer NFL show feed. He got promoted. He doesn't really produce pods anymore. I know. It's He's not Against All Odds with Mark Titus, is it? No, we're actually no, ta- we're taking okay. your feed. That just oh got announced. God. Yeah, so right it's, now. It's one chatting podcast. <laughs> All right. He must not have known he was going to join us today because he wouldn't have worn that shirt, would he? Now he What's knew. going on? You have a nice a stripe down the middle. What is yeah, it? Yeah, this is a little Jordan shirt. Come on. Oh, He's man. trying. I'm trying yeah. to get in shape, so I'm working out every day. All right. You yeah. know, on pizza day, no less. <laughs> pizza day. So Tate's here, Sal's here. We do the AFC over unders on this podcast. And then if you want to hear the NFC over unders against all odds, Sal's podcast, you can hear that part two. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, the cuz is here. Tate's here. The band's back together. Wow, I love it. Um, I love it. We have you haven't been on in a while. I haven't seen you in a couple weeks. I wandered over. I power walked to your office you about did. four weeks ago. <laughs> Showed up in shirts, shirt and shorts, and just kind of sat in with the gang for an hour. That was really fun. Sweating like a pig, screaming about how Hollywood's disgusting. Oh, it's awful. It Hollywood's that. awful. You're just—it's a landmine of spit and it feces is. and. It's a God knows what else. In dreams. It's in dreams. In, in dreams. Oh, yeah. It's still the dreams. The Hollywood star and people are pile driving Donald Trump star. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Hollywood is like a war zone <laughs> out there. So I go there and I don't even realize that your last day is coming up as a writer. Mm. You were one of the OGs. You are now going to be on this FS1 gambling show. What's the name of the show? It's called Lock It In. Lock It In. And it's me. It's uh, the lovely and talented Rachel Bonetta. It's Todd Furman. And Caesar's Palace is Todd Caesar's Furman. Todd, yes. And then Clay Travis. So when at what time is the show on? Uh, Four thirty to five thirty Eastern time. We're gonna preview like the the games for the day, and we're gonna bet on games, and we're gonna have fun stuff going on. There's gonna be an interview segment. 
Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Live. Live, Simmons. They do these things live. I know. Like, even Kimmel doesn't do it. We, even when we did Jimmy it live. Jimmy Kimmel live. Yeah, it was it's live. live. It's not live anymore, but that was, yeah, there's like a five-second delay. I'm going to really F this up, aren't I? What do you think about Tate? Uh, Sal don't, having a nine don't five rip job. the pasty off, Sal. Don't rip the don't pasty rip it off. off. Okay, yeah, yeah. leave it off. That's yeah, all you got to do. Right, yeah. Sal down. with a nine to five job now on top of <laughs> his other nine to five jobs. He's got too many jobs. Yeah. It's great. He's driving around. I'm Ryan, a personal Ryan, assistant. Ryan Seacrest right now. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> so you're going to talk gambling. You're blowing it out. Gambling yeah. now legal in the United mm-hmm. States. You have covered this extensively yeah. on uh, on the Against All Odds podcast. Yeah. We've been waiting for this moment for a long time. I we feel have. like we've been part of the journey. Yeah. And now I get to screw it all up. After, it's funny. After, like SVP and Stanford Steve get credit. It's like we... We were doing this stuff when Stanford Steve was just Steve. How long? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he didn't even have a city, uh, a school attached. Yeah, he was just Steve. How long we've we been doing that? And guess the lines kicks off again next Tuesday, right? Yeah. How so long we've we been doing this? T- uh, 10, 11 years? The 07 season was our first one, which ironically, we did week one lines yeah. and then week two was Spygate. That's right. And That's right. Uh, not I ironically, think so. I think we inspired it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't know if Spygate had already happened before we did the week two lines, but yeah, this is our 12th year. It started, guess the line started when uh, you were just, you were doing it with your buddy, Darren, who's mm-hmm. down against all odds. Yep. And then we started doing it at work. Yeah. And when I, we were at the Jimmy show together and now it's uh year 18. Another thing we've done for a long time was this over under stuff going back to the Grantland yeah, days. For sure. This and, is good. This is, um, and I, I prepare, we were talking about how we prepare for this. Yeah. Do you want to talk? You have it all on an iPad, which is, it was all scribbled out 10, 12 years ago. But you now, what do you I do? Went, my biggest ad this year was Google Docs. Cause I always found Smart. like, I would write out everybody's schedule and either capitals for home mm-hmm. and the at sign for away. And I'd put it in just ridiculous. And mm-hmm. by the way, I don't know why I wouldn't have had like one of our fantastic interns do that, yeah. but I actually like doing it because- well, that's how so you now learn. I just screen grab it and I make little notes and then I put it in Google Docs and that's worked out even better. So I have... You screen grabbed all 32 schedules? I did. <laughs> I did. This is humiliating, but I watched the second hour of Bachelor in Paradise this morning and screen grabbed all 32 <laughs> schedules and made little the, notes. Only the first part is humiliating. <laughs> no, I think all of it is humiliating. What are you talking about? I was in my underwear at my house. So uh, I do, I take index cards and I start writing them up in June and I have the team, their record last year, their over under total, uh, projected total this year, their coaching staff, their schedule, their uh, free agent signings, their free agent losses, their, uh, their draft signings, and then like a little bit of a depth chart and where they rank on pro football focus, uh, passing and uh, running game. You know, I used to do it that way. It's stupid. No, the thing the thing is the dumbest thing with football is how much turnover it there is from year to year. Yeah. And with very rare exceptions, I think when it's something like Jacksonville's defense last year, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, they added this guy, this guy, this guy. Like right. this is clearly a different team. Mm-hmm. For the most part, though, it's very zero sum gameish. Like this yeah. team adds these three guys, but they also lost these three guys. Sure, and yeah. it kind of Yeah, for if the you most lose part, a cornerback, you have to sign a cornerback. Yeah. yeah. Start to- so you know, I think the thing I made little marks uh, mentally for things like Mike Williams, the San Diego guy, mm-hmm. he didn't really play last year. He was kind of sorry. He couldn't really come. Now he's back. Mm-hmm. Add that plus their first round pick. Now there's a roadmap to yeah. a talent change. But for the most part, 
It's yeah, it's the, not like basketball where there's five starters and one guy really could turn it around. And you, now you have like it happens yeah, with the quarterbacks, though. Like right. Tyrod Taylor not being on Buffalo this year. I believe and it's Tyrod. I believe it's Tyrod. <laughs> he wants to go by Tyrod. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not listening to him. But them going from him and he was at least competent enough to make the playoffs, yeah. and now they have AJ McCarron and and Josh Allen who. Right. It's early. But they have it's Peterman. The that's early signs. Start. The early yeah. signs aren't great for Josh Allen. Right. But that's significant in that. But, sure. you know, if you go from like a left cornerback who is in 88 to a left cornerback who's in 83, like, do we have to waste time talking about that? No. No, but we will. We and will. there's some new coaches for us to make fun of. There's some old coaches that we were worried were going to get fired, but they came back. Can't believe they're around. Yeah. yeah. So I have um, to say, like, real quick, that I have the most gratifying moments of the year for me, I would say, like, when Christmas shopping is done, yeah. Uh, when the annual physical results come through, and I don't have some weird parasite eating away at my intestines, that's yeah, a, that's a nice sign. And that when I add up my wins and loss total for each team, it comes out to five hundred. Because I used to do it, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I have, these guys have like eighteen more wins than losses, and so now yeah. I have to find nine losses." Like, but it, it actually worked out this year. It was so, really you so, did it. It was so nice, yeah, because I'd put a win on one schedule and a loss on the other. And it takes freaking ever, but I remember when I had the page two column and I would put the records in and one year it didn't add up right. And I got a ton of emails about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you four more wins and losses. Yeah. So every year after that, I'd add it up. And instead of making it even, I would always be off like two wins, three On wins. Because people get so mad. <laughs> like, you know, I would take a couple extra wins here. Exactly. But um, the thing that is a bummer about doing this stuff is. He's already out on football season. Today. No, I'm not out. I'm, I'm actually it's I'm freaking sh- third week in August. I'm shockingly in on football. Okay, all right. I think it's really hard to find the sleepers now. Yeah, that that's true. I think there's so much discourse day mm-hmm. in day out, week in week out. Everybody knows what signs to look for. Mm-hmm. I was really psyched because I had the Rams last year, as I bragged about every week on right. this podcast. And the reality is I picked them for really dumb reasons, right? Like mm-hmm. they had more talent, but it was, it was really a bet on the young coach hoping he was going to be good, easy schedule. There were some, some signs, but it was still like, I I was surprised as anybody that they had a chance to like, sure. Basically yeah. compete for the Super And it's Bowl. like, so, all right. So the Niners are everyone's darling team. So do but, you want to jump on that? sleeper. Now, right. So you want to jump on that bandwagon, but you've heard enough of it. People praising them that you're like, all right, yeah, this is no longer a sleeper. But they're hearing it too, which makes mm-hmm. them not a sleeper. You think they're, if they're going it? in a training camp? People are like, yeah, you guys are going to be good this year, man. Full year of Jimmy exactly. G. Yeah. You guys could win the division. Right. You're not a sleeper anymore. Like a sleeper to me is like the Jets. Mm-hmm. The Jets are a fucking mess. They haven't mm-hmm. really been good for five, six years. They have a rookie quarterback. We're not sure about their coach. They have a bunch of new guys. Right. If that team made the playoffs, you'd be yeah, we'd be like, "What the weird. fuck? The Jets are five and one. Yeah, the right. Jets are seven and three. And then you have the whole Teach, <laughs> Teach. Who could have guessed the Jets would be eight and two heading mm-hmm. into Week Eleven? So who's that team this year? I've been usually the team jumps out at me, and this year I just had a lot of trouble finding it. All right. All right. We'll go over. We have to wait. Yeah. So AFC East, we're gonna hit first. We have four divisions and 16 teams to go through. And we have some fun bets too. It's not just who's going to, what the over-under is, but also like the make the playoff bets we've enjoyed. Playoffs, we've lost win. a lot of money on that. We've lost a lot of money on parlaying three or four division oh, yeah. champs together. Right. The Pats and two other teams. And now throw the, and the Pats are the only one that wins. We should just bet the Pats. Right. Pats, Packers, Steelers. Rodgers gets hurt. 
and then we'll have a, a team to not make the playoffs and some something stupid will happen. All right, so first team are the Pats. Over-unders, 11 wins. Mm-hmm. They are 6-1 to one to win the title. They are minus 800 to win their division. I got all of these lines from uh, from the internets. Yeah. Um, minus 1,100 to make the playoffs. Tate, minus 1,100. Uh, yeah. I Tom think Brady it- <laughs> goes down like week three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That one worries me. Tom Brady's 41 in case you were scoring. Okay, home. but all right. So what? Hoyer takes over. Yeah. Belichick, Hoy- I had the tiger at this yeah. point. Hoyer oh, Tannehill. I'm going to win this. Hoyer Tannehill, uh, Sam Darnold. Um, who am I missing here? Save Josh Allen. Sam. I don't know. AJ McCarron. He's right there. He's, he's right, right there with there. those he's guys. He's still the best quarterback in the AFC. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip our thing here. You're expected to win the division by four and a half games because the next Next closest over under is what the Dolphins six and a half or something, and you're expected to win eleven. So you have a lot of leeway. You won thirteen games last year. They're projecting eleven. If you win nine, you're okay. I think the defense is much better. Hmm. I am in the camp of the new defensive coordinator Brian Flores. I thought Matt Patricia was just overrated, just period. And in general, like the Belichick assistants, McDaniel's being the notable exception, have hmm. been for the most part overrated. They added some some dudes on the defense. Dante Hightower's back. They lucked out this fifth round pick, the linebacker Bentley. Oh yeah, who actually seems like he's going to be really good. The front seven is just going to be better. The front seven was awful last year. On the flip side, the receivers are other than Chris Hogan, uh, no Edelman for the first four games, and it's like this is the worst receiving crew they've had since 06, Not yeah, counting Gronk. You're trading. Well, you you cut Matthews. It was Matthews and Correll Patterson for Cooks and Amendola. Which yeah. doesn't feel like a good or an upgrade. Well, or Decker, anything. Decker retired. And Decker retired yesterday. So, um, but Edelman does come back. I'm gonna miss Danny Amendola. You know how much I love them. I was almost in tears talking about him he's during the playoff He's gonna be great run. on the Dolphins, isn't he? Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> no, he's not. It hurts. Oh, I it hurts just know him. he's not gonna be great. I right. know he's gonna Ryan Tannehill throwing uh, yeah. over his head. Yeah, but first, um, this shapes up as a typical Pats. Everything stacked against us, but we're still gonna beat the crap out of everyone. Your first round draft picks out for the year. Right. In the second round, the Georgia. running back they I took is already hurt, yep. and nobody knows when he's Sony coming Michelle, back. Who knows? Yeah, my dad is very, 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 very upset about the Sony Michelle Lamar Jackson thing. He doesn't like it. Well, he wanted them to take Lamar Jackson. They traded down from the pick. Yeah, um, Lamar Jackson would be your third string receiver right now. I think you could do anything. With him, I wish we had Lamar Jackson. But yeah, five and one in the division last year. Your over under is eleven. I would say pass on this. I think they're right around 11. I, I think, think it's a pass as well. 10 and 5 or 11 and 4 going to that. Here's last the case week. for them going over. Mm-hmm. You could argue they have three of the five worst teams in the entire league in their division. Sure. You could argue Miami, the Jets, and the Bills are in the bottom five, mm-hmm. along with maybe Arizona. Um, who else would you put? Who are you? Who you are said your... Miami. Uh, how many times can you say Miami? No, let's I have those them, three. Let's, no, let's put them in there again. Um, um, no, the Browns. Did you say the Browns? I mean, I would. The Browns are getting some buzz right. for, from obviously from people who haven't watched Hard Knocks mm-hmm. closely enough. Yeah, I think one of the NFC East teams could be awful. Sure, I think Tampa potentially. Tampa, I think. I, yeah, Tampa, I, I'd put in those bottom three. But yeah, when we do the NFL wins poll, the probably two of the teams that won't be taken are the AFC East teams. Well, Thirty we, teams get taken, two don't. We typically cross off and against all odds, a team like we're like, all right, they're done. Right. right. We wait. Should we just cross Tampa off now? It seemed, well, we're going <laughs> we'll to get to them it. on your podcast. We'll get to it. All the right. amount of bad juju floating around Tampa oh, is uh, almost historic. 
They uh, their schedule. They play the NFC North and the AFC South. Mm-hmm. The AFC South is kind of a good draw. I'm not like Jacksonville. We'll get to them, but um, you know the people f- seem to think there's a little bit of regression. Houston offensive line is shaky. Indianapolis would look. So that's actually pretty good. As usual, I look at their. You always expect your team to have this monster schedule. Yeah. After you made the Super Bowl. And the, once again, the Pats, the schedule is kind of cream puffy. It's supposed to be the second easiest schedule it's, it's in terms of strength, the schedule, but it seems tougher than normal. And But what's going to be funny is week three at Matt Patricia's Lions, week 10 at Matt Vrabel's, uh, Mike Vrabel's uh, Titans. That one I'm worried about a little bit. Yeah, but I think those are games that you could get tripped up normally, but Belichick's not going to want to lose those. So, so if you had will. to bet over, under, or exactly 11, what would you bet? I have exactly 11. I have that as a, a, a pass. Can you bet that? Uh, I don't think you can. You can bet like what place every team's going to come in. Like You don't have to bet just the Patriots to come in first. You could bet, like last year, I bet the Dolphins to come in second, and it was even odds. I was like, Bills are crap, Jets are crapper. And uh, the Dolphins, I think, came tied for four. It was terrible, but it would be fun if you could do. Yeah, the Dolphins were third. They're six mm-hmm. and ten last They're year. Third, yeah. It'd be funny if you could do like horse racing. Exactly. Okay. You do win play win play show for each division. Yeah. So who would your win play show be for I'll the find AFC? That. I'll find AFC that for us. Uh, I would go. I would go. Pats one. Jets two. Man, Bills or Dolphins three. I have them both. I have Pats one, Jets two, Bills and Dolphins at five and both at five and eleven. So yeah, well, yeah. usually when we agree on something, that's not yep. a good sign. Yep. All right, I, go- I'm with you. But if I had to at gunpoint go over or under, um, this is not the last time I'm going to use the phrase at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. At gunpoint, I would. Oh, don't say under. What are you talking? I'd about? probably say under. Oh, come on. Brady's forty-one. <laughs> And if he got hurt for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I think they would really struggle to score points. I'm also extremely concerned about Gronk. And I just think they tried to get him through the regular season last year without taking big hits. They very yeah. rarely sent him over the middle. They need him more this year. And I, I don't see them unleashing him. Right. But anyway. All right. Let's go to Miami. All right. Miami, for some reason, had... The best out of the three teams with the odds, I was surprised. I thought the Jets Me would too. have the second best thing. Over yeah. under is six and a half. Mm-hmm. Action is minus 135, which means more people are betting over than under on it. Mm-hmm. Plus 375 to make the playoffs. Minus 550 not to make the playoffs, which crossed that one off for a potential parlay, the minus 550. 11-1 to win the division. And for me, this one comes down to, are we sure Ryan Tannehill is even decent? Can you believe this is the seventh year of the Can Ryan Tannehill? Can you believe he's 30 years old? No, it's yeah, year seven of he's the Ryan Tannehill. He's 30 years old. Yeah. And every year, like even he had good numbers. Tate, was it last year or the year before? Two years two ago. Years it was ago. two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Really good numbers. And yet more takes over and we're all like, yeah, that's fine. That's as good or better. You know? At yeah. We're yeah. like, oh, Matt Moore actually. He yeah. brings some other stuff. To- right. So I don't see it. I understand after watching Hard Knocks why they got rid of Jarvis Landry. I think it would be annoying to be around him for like three years. Oh, I years. think I like him. You don't like him? Bless no? him. Bless him. Yeah. Bless yeah. him. Bless yeah. him. It's like you have OCD with verbal OCD. Right. Settle down. That pep talk was pretty good, but. Pep talk was good. Mm. Um, it was almost like he knew there were cameras there. <laughs> from, it seems like from a chemistry standpoint, they that was their big priority. Adam Gase, who I think we all like Adam Gase as a coach, right? Mm. I think, yeah, for the yeah. most part. Yeah, he's competent. Yeah. It seems like he clearly said 
we've got to change the locker room. This culture is not right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means for their record, but yeah. And how much do you hold Jay Cutler against him last year? You know, because he convinced him to sure, bring Cutler yeah. in. So and he gave him $10 done. million. Dollars. My also answer is last I hold it against him. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they had the hurricane to contend with. So that was a, a crappy way to start the season. Their offensive line coach got into trouble. Maybe it starts off better. But yeah, like I said, Amendola for Landry. I don't think you're doing Tannehill any favors. I think their first three games are winnable. It's Tennessee at the Jets and home against Oakland. But if I have to do anything, I'm going under six and a half. I think this is a five and 11 team. I'm going under as well with the caveat that you have to pick which AFC's team is going to sneak to seven and nine, eight and eight because it's just bound to happen. Maybe even nine and seven. It's just bound to happen. I have a pet peeve. Go ahead. And then I'm going to say this as diplomatically and sensitively as possible. I feel like for the last 12 years, we've had a hurricane week one NFL season, right? Uh-huh. Like over and over again, we've had some and the game's either delayed or not. And it's terrible and it's an awful situation. Right. And it's always in like Carolina or Florida. Mm-hmm. So you would think after watching this happen over and over again, the league would say, you know, maybe we'll schedule some road yeah. games. Right. Now, Carolina and Miami home week one. It's like the league is just, they figure out all these new and improved ways to shove their own heads yeah, you're up right. their ass. For whatever reason, those two weeks have become these really dangerous hurricane weeks. Maybe, Maybe you treat it like, snow, like snow days in school. Like, okay. all right, you just don't have to play that game. And uh, hey, Rams, if it's 94, it 94 degrees in uh, LA, you don't feel like playing, you're, you get that day off too. So Miami, um, I just don't see it. Let's go to Buffalo because I don't see it with them either. Yeah. They're 14 to one plus 500 to make the playoffs. They're over under is six wins, which is plus 145. So people are banging the under. And uh, I really don't like their schedule. It's the first time of many times we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. They start out at Baltimore, home for the Chargers, at Minnesota, at Green Bay, home Tennessee, at Houston, at Indy. Home for New England on ESPN. That's the first eight weeks. Yeah, that's bad. That is brutal. They don't have their quarterback situation figured out. That feels like 0-8, 1-7 to me. Yeah. Five of the first seven on the road, as you said. And yeah, they don't have the quarterback set. Ty Taylor is gone. I don't believe in Josh Allen. I know we're going to eat our words here, but I think out of all the new quarterbacks, he's going to be the least impressive of all of them. And but I'll tell you what the Bills screw me every year. This time last year they made two late se- late preseason trades. It looked like they were folding up. Yeah, it looked like they you know this was going to be a rebuilding year, and they sneak into the playoffs in the in the last in week seventeen. So that's the Killed case me. for them, right? Last year was used as their rebuilding year that was right. surprisingly good for them, and then now some of the payoffs should happen this year. I, I just don't see it, and I I would say they have a top five. Top bottom five quarterback situation. Their wide receivers are not good. I'm sorry. I don't trust Benjamin Tate. I don't I don't love Zay. No, Jones. there's no separation there. Yeah. McCoy could be in jail. Uh you know. So that that's interesting, right? LaShawn McCoy, he has a possible suspension. He could mm-hmm. be out, but he's supposed to play week one. So then it's gonna be the Zeke situation where, you know, every single week we don't know if he's gonna suit up or play. So they if you're a team, off, off. you know, yeah. you don't he's know who you're gonna hostage. have. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. They were one of those teams, even last year when they were winning games, that people were just kind of going, how the hell is this happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like winning ugly personified. Well, Wait they, a second, they won again? I, their I defense watched that is game. very good. Their safeties yeah. are great. They swat balls. They tip balls. They pick it off. I think their pass defense is like seventh in the league. 
But that's really the only thing to get excited about with this Bills team, as far as I could see. There's an alternate world where their schedule is different, where I could have talked myself into, well, yeah. if they can just get to three and three, right. then the schedule. But that schedule is a gauntlet, and it's the worst possible thing that could happen. Yeah, six of their last nine are at home, but they, they have to get to that point. Even the even like a little subtle thing, like they don't play New England until week eight, and then again right. week 16. Like History has shown you want to catch the Pats early or late. Mm-hmm. But especially like those first four weeks before. When are they home for them? They have a, they're home on a Monday night, it's October a Monday night 29th. Game. Yeah, that's too early to too pull early. an upset. You yeah. want that game to be there in right. September, December. Right. And then they play the Pats in uh, week 16. Mm-hmm. But I'm not seeing it. Now the Jets. I'd go, if we're so talking you, about so it, I can't over, believe. You go under on Bills? Oh, under. Under six. Yeah. I lean under. I would maybe say pass. I think they're five and 11, but they've killed me so many years in a row. We don't have one that I would actually bet until this one. Mm-hmm. Jets over under six. Yeah. Nice line, minus 110. Right. So you're basically betting them 110 to win 100. They're 550 to make the playoffs. Plus yeah. 1500 to win the division, which is basically Brady would have to get hurt in September. Mm-hmm. And then a couple other things would have to happen. 101. Brady, Hoyer, and the, the LSU guy would have to get hurt. Yeah. Explain this to me, Sal. Mm-hmm. Miami 150 to. 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Buffalo 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The Jets 100 to 1. Better odds for wow. the Jets. Well, Who's betting the Jets? Who's out who is out there putting money down on the Jets? I think we will learn that more New Yorkers travel to Vegas during the summer. Is that is it? Is that what it is? It must be. It must be. Tate, the Jets are one of your seven favorite teams. <laughs> Would you bet on the Jets at 100 to 1? Not to win the Super Bowl, no. But I do like the, I do like Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold's look great, right? If you're a Jets fan, I you're, think that you're very was the excited. Steal. Yeah. yeah, that's the way to do it. It looked like it, they finally fucking lucked out with the draft. Yeah, that's incredible for sure. They got the maybe the best guy in the draft at three, which usually the opposite happens for them. And by the way, Bridgewater not signing with anyone else yeah. wouldn't mind seeing it's him. Amazing on the field quarterback too. room. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing. If you have two quality quarterbacks who are at least competent. Mm-hmm. In a league where a lot of the times these guys play eight to 13 games instead of 16. Yeah. I also really like their schedule. So let's go through this. So first of all, at Detroit, 7-10, the first Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Refresh my memory here. Those games are always weird, right? Very strange. The like maybe- 7 o'clock Monday night game, it's always, yeah. always fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah, like you that have, like your high, your high school buddy is uh, calling play by play. Yeah, like, it's right? just you, you everything never, about like, it's you know, wrong, and yeah. like some weird play happens, or it's like a shutout, and we right. always overreact to whatever happened. Yeah. So if they get through that Detroit game, and though they will be underdogs, mm-hmm. then they have Miami at home the next week, at Cleveland, at Jacksonville, home for Denver, home for Indy. Like they're certainly not going to be double digit underdogs in any of those no. games. All those games are winnable, and if they could come out of that at three and three or four and two. Yeah. That's now the road to eight and eight, nine and seven. I'm not ready to call them a sleeper, but I think they're gonna be a little bit better. They've they have a they've been drafting in the top, you know forever. Yeah. Top ten forever. They have some good players. We've I seen the dejected Jets fans in the crowd. no matter who they pick, they're already crying, slamming their fathers back. Yeah. The I think they have to go six and four to get to their last six. Like they have two versus the Pats in their last six. They have the Packers and I think at the Titans. So it gets a little tough for them later on, but yeah, let them hold on and uh, they, they could be a sleeper. So, so we over. agree out of those three teams, the Jets are the safest bet. To go over? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think there's seven or eight wins over six at 
Minus one ten is good value. I think. Bills were nine and seven last year. Miami six and ten. Jets five and eleven. So really, all you're doing is redistributing those wins a little bit, and that makes a lot more sense. And Some Todd Bowles is on the hot seat too. Like I think he, I think he comes out of this. I would say it's more than a hot seat. It's more than hot. What is it? It's, it's on fire. It's 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 like that Undertaker Kane fire match. <laughs> all right. Just every time every time he lands on the floor, the flames go shooting up. <laughs> I uh, I'm not really inspired by any of those. If I had to bet on one, I would bet on the Jets. Yeah, but then you're betting on the Jets, which I wouldn't recommend. In other words, congratulations to the Patriots once yeah, again. Yeah, somehow we division did it again. champs. So we get, might get nothing from the top right. two draft picks. It doesn't matter. Unbelievable. Pittsburgh AFC North. They're the favorites. Minus two thirty for the division. Minus four fifty to make the playoffs. Over under is ten and a half wins. Their schedule is a little tougher. They play the NFC South and the AFC West. Mm -hmm. Their extra games are the Patriots at home and at the Jags. Mm. You're bummed they're home against Patriots again. We're not afraid of Pittsburgh. Wow. Yeah, we're not. It's not. That's not a team that's on my radar. Maybe after Brady retires, I'll be a little more. Wow. Yeah. Shots fired again at Damashek. You really want to get voted out? We've been beating them for two decades. It's fine. (laughs) The. their schedule's hard. Mm-hmm. And that 10 and a half is like exactly, I looked at the schedule and then I went back and I was like, of course, 10 and a half is like the perfect. 10 or 11. 11 yeah. feels high, 10 feels low. And usually their last game of the year is versus the Browns. So you could just add one to the total, but it's, it's not this year, right? So here's the case for them to go over. First, First six games at Cleveland, home KC, at Tampa, home Baltimore, home Atlanta, at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Now, one of those games will be the Ben Roethlisberger takes a shit on the field game. Yeah. I don't know which one. Looking at those, which one would you go with? The um, one where they lose like 30 to, 30 to three. I mean, something four stupid picks. like at Denver or something. The defense steps up and they At Denver. No, that's much later. Oh, that's I'm looking later? at first six. All right. Well. Maybe home Baltimore and NBC. He's usually yeah. good on TV though. Right. Maybe that Atlanta game. They get sacked that like 10 be. times. That, maybe that's stupid. it. So he'll, one of those will happen, but uh, the ship will be righted. And their division, I think, is also pretty weak. I'm going over here. I think it's more 11 or 12 wins. According to Big Ben, they're going to be doing a lot more no huddle. I think mm. there's going to be a lot of games where they're up 8 nothing to start because they go for the two-point conversion. Yeah, I like when they do that. Yeah, I think and they're gonna teams are going to be out of it almost immediately. 6-0 and in the division in 2017. That's probably not going to happen again for a big Ben and company, but they drafted another wide receiver. There's James Washington. Uh, Smith Schuster's great. I know they lost Marty Bryant and obviously Antonio Brown. I just think there's too much offense there. It's way too much for the rest their of the ability game. to find these receivers who weren't first round oh. receivers is one of the most spectacular yeah. kind of recurring things that I've ever seen. Like I did a thing on my pod last week about how the Pats have just over the years, ever since I was a kid, really struggled from the second to I fourth round. I saw the second round pick. Yeah. Terrible. And with yeah. Belichick, like the best one was Deion Branch. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Mitchell had a cup of coffee where he, you right. know, he's really helpful in the Super Bowl drive. For right. the most part, they've just missed. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh's had like seven guys this decade, including Brown, who's probably the best receiver of the last five years. Yeah. Not to mention all these other dudes. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders still kicking in in Denver. Right. I don't know how they do it. I don't yeah. know what they look for. I don't know what their science is of it, but I can't. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow, they got another one? Crazy. How do they do this? And I like Eli Rogers too. Oh, that's right. He's still there. Yeah, yeah he's the, still there. Yeah, the Jaguars 
scout should just follow the Steelers scout, right? Like a team that never has good receivers or right. like that. Just, yeah, <laughs> this is just stay with this guy. Whenever he writes something down, uh, you write something down as well. So the question, the biggest question is Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. When is it? The old Bluesmobile joke from 40 years ago. When does the Bluesmobile just completely collapse and the <laughs> tires go flying? And he just has one of those bodies that you know it's not going to end well. Yeah. And we did this with Peyton Manning five years ago. He came back in Denver. And like, ah, oh, this can't last. And then, mm-hmm. then he throws for 5,000 yards. Ah, oh, it's not going to happen again. And then it, then all of a sudden it ended. And he right. had that one last year when he was awful. Is it like I don't the, know if it's like a 38-year-old center. Yeah, he has it. And it's a 36 year old center. And then or like a wrestler where it's like you watch Undertaker and you go, yeah. oh man, oh, right. I didn't realize. Right. But that's fake. I don't know Bill, if that's it's fake. You know, you know that's fake. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'll talk to you afterward. I don't know if it's this year for Roethlisberger, but there mm-hmm. were the signs. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could be, you know, I think some of these teams and the Steelers are one of them that look at like the Mike, Mike Tomlin's in year 11 is like, it's got kind of got to be this year, right? In a way. Well, Unless they, you like the other Rudolph thing, or or some that quarterback, you're gonna uh, you're gonna start with that. But I don't know. I think Bell, Brown, Ben kind of has to be this year. I'm going over for a few of the reasons we discussed, but also uh, this Le'Veon Bell thing. I think works in their favor. Mm-hmm. You had this happen with Demarco Murray, yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is your last year. We're running into the ground, right, exactly. So yeah. they're just gonna run him into the ground, and it's yeah, and football gonna, is an awful sport. Yeah, you're gonna return punts too. Yeah, to back there. How about yeah. this? You're gonna have 410 carries this year, mm-hmm. and uh, 11 wins. Just even, I'm a little worried about the schedule, but somebody's gonna be the one seed in the AFC, and I'm not sure it's gonna be the Pats. So who is it? Who'd you go with? Yeah, Who'd that's be true. A one seed pick. The well, one seed always wins 13 games or 12 games. Mm-hmm. And if it's not the Pats, who is it? It's either Pittsburgh or an AFC West team. I have it in the app. Yeah, we can get to it, but I, I think it's the AFC West winner. If you hopped on that fucking bandwagon, that Which is, one? I, we'll get there, but man, I'm going to be mad. If you, right. I, I hate when you <laughs> hop on bandwagons. So we both go over for Pittsburgh? Both over, yeah. I think. Have we had a team, team yet that you would have wagered on? Um, I would say Pittsburgh and, like you, I think the Jets. Both over. Pittsburgh to make the playoffs at minus 450 feels like something we're going to do, and then Roethlisberger will get hurt in like week three. And yeah, we'll, we do it every year. I yeah. think we have Pittsburgh, New England. I don't think Green we've Bay. ever won that make the playoff. Nah, it's nah. always some shitty team either right. kills us or some great team completely falls Bad apart. Injury. Yeah, we'll let you know ahead of time who we have to make the playoffs. I'm not, so you're not can... talking me into it this year. <laughs> no? What Sal does for the listeners at home, yeah. Tate, Sal will text me. These these parlays and it'll come at all hours and it'll be like one thirty in the morning. I'll be like, yeah, Simmons, Pittsburgh minus four fifty, yeah. Pats minus six hundred, and KC to make the playoffs. Lock it's it in. Plus one ten. Who blows this for us? Yeah. And I stare at it and I go, well, they're not blowing it. Oh, yeah. Damn it, yeah. you did it to me again. <laughs> and then somebody blows it for us. We blow it. That's yeah, we <laughs> blow. We blow by making the bet. We put our stink all over. <laughs> Baltimore, who has been on its last legs now for five years. 40 to 1 to win the title, plus 400 for the division, plus 145 for the playoffs. Over, under, eight wins. There's been action on the over, minus 165. Uh, uh, what am I missing? Well, let me ask you, which three teams screw you the most in terms of betting Baltimore. for them? Baltimore won. A1, what a ball, Always right? kills me. 
got to be one. I think Detroit. Tampa probably Detroit's too. in there. Tampa, I was going to say. Detroit. Oh, Detroit, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Baltimore, Detroit, Tampa. You, I bet Detroit or Baltimore at home laying four, not a chance. Not a chance. But they'll win by 30 on the road against Cincinnati. A little Jacksonville, too. Jacksonville yeah, certainly didn't there. treat us kindly last they're year. They're getting there. Yeah. I hate Detroit. The worst. I mean, I've, You're going to hate them even more now with Patricia, because I know you have a... Well, now I I just don't believe in Patricia. I'm, right. I'm, to well, me, it's like the well, opposite of Jimmy G last year. Remember when I was betting Jimmy yeah. G every week? I mean, I'm going the other way with Patricia. I think right. I think he's a jackass. Um, well, yeah, the, the, so their schedule. Baltimore, very tough. Very tough road. Starting, I mean, week two at Cincinnati, home for Denver, but then it goes at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, at Tennessee, three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Home New Orleans, at Carolina, home for Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I don't see them getting through that. That feels like three and six going into the bye week. Yeah, their road games outside of division, Carolina at Atlanta, at Kansas City, at Chargers, and at Tennessee. That is, that's rough. That's they, rough. And they play first two games in five days. They also have their fan base now. They've served their five years of the five-year grace period with Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. where he won them the Super Bowl. And it's like they're they're disgruntled, they're grumbling, but it hasn't gotten it turned into open disdain yet because there's the respect of the title, mm. the deer antler spray tainted title. <laughs> and now it's been five years. And now it's like the new hot blonde is is right there, the second wife, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And you have this old wife that you just hate anymore and you're not sleeping together anymore and you're sleeping in the guest room and mm-hmm. it's going to end. But this, like this this... You, 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 yeah, I hope they animate this somehow. I'll get the ringer guys. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Uh, but it won't end right away. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really like negative season where they're just going to want Lamar Jackson to play. And Flacco is not going to come out like gangbusters. They're going to be like, hey, start lit. And it's just going to be a soap opera. The only thing I'll say, the potential upside is this is Ozzie Newsom's final year. So I don't okay. know if that means the players step it up, John Harbaugh steps it up, but he already drafted that Hayden Hurst, the tight end in the first round, who's now hurt for a while. Um, Weird pick when they did it, though, right? Yeah, but it was an Ozzie Newsom. Like, I think like this is all an ode to Ozzie Newsom, the tight end, but they do, I think, have their best wide receivers in six years. John Brown's out for a few weeks, but Crabtree and Sneed, and they have like, they have, like long threats. But I, at eight wins... I, They've screwed me so many times. I would never go over and I would never go under. This is such a pass for me. I had Willie Sneed. I drafted him in our fantasy league last year. Yeah. And I kept him on my team for 10 weeks and it was just like keeping a cold sore on my lip. <laughs> I, I don't think he caught more than four balls. And it was like the Saint offense, the Saints offense much. was exploding. Yeah. And it's like, as soon as he comes back, they'll throw him in. I got to right. And he, so now it's, I keep hearing this thing. I, I've heard the same thing you just said about the receivers. Like they got Willie Sneed. It's like, I had Willie Sneed last year. He had three catches. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't see it. I would go. Uh, Their defense is better than we think. Their pass defense is ranked fourth, although I think Jimmy Smith is out a few weeks. He's yeah, suspended. four weeks. Four yep. weeks. Yeah. Seven and nine, you win that bet. What do you mean? Under. Oh, under. Yeah. I lean under, but I I again I can't bet four against the Ravens. Let's just let's just so, kick some of these teams out of our Yeah, if it wasn't the Ravens, I would be all in right. on the under, but I just know they'll F me over somehow. By the way, the over is minus one sixty five, right? Or what, what yeah. 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 Because people know with the Ravens. You want to go under there. Cincinnati is ninety to one to win the title, plus seven fifty for the division, plus four hundred for the playoffs. Over under six and a half wins, which is minus one sixty for some reason. 
Uh, they finally got rid of Marvin Lewis. They have a new. Oh no, it's Marvin Lewis. He's still the coach. <laughs> what? What's happening? It's the same. I How they, is he still here? I thought they just hired someone with the same name. That, that's the same guy. He's he's won the first coach coach fired and hired bets at the same time. I don't understand it. I can't believe they they ran the band back. Yeah, Dalton. Have you seen Dalton this year? So uh, he's connecting long. No, he's got oh, like. Have you looks? seen him, Tate? He's got some sort of like cool punk punk rock thing going he's really? trying he's really trying we're he's happy wearing for him. weird he's wearing kind of funky clothes and uh, he's got some cool haircut now he looks cool he wow. loves the bills too they gave him a standing ovation i was gonna say yeah because yeah, they nice. donated to some charity and he's like showing up to events and, and he everything. got him in the playoffs yeah right let him in the playoffs <laughs> it's a weird thing tatum i'm glad you brought this up that seems like the natural solution here with this whole thing you trade Andy Dalton to the Bills to anybody yeah. for AJ McCarron and something else. And Andy Dalton gets to go home, the one place that's really loved him, the Buffalo. <laughs> I love that they trade him for McCarron. They held on to McCarron forever for, since, uh, poor for no reason. And then they let him go. Now he's going to come back. I, I People I'm, like their receivers. Yeah, they had a lot of injuries in 17. Like it, It'll be yeah. interesting to see Boyd and Ross and, and uh, AJ Green play together. So that, that could be good, but I don't know. I was surprised. I was surprised that Baltimore was considered to be the consensus second place team and since he was considered the consensus third place yeah. when I actually so I I'm, just think since he has more talent then I'd be surprised if they finished behind Baltimore this is my surprise-ish team over okay. six and a half is I think it's it's hefty big it's minus one what is this is it minus 160 or something yeah I don't know but I would go over I think this could be a playoff team I think they get to nine wins so those first five weeks that have to basically go like three and two, four and one for a tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not inconceivable. They got Indy in week one. Well, three of their last four are on the road, three of their first four are on the road. So that means in, right in the middle, they'll have a, a nice home stretch. Which which of their skill guys is most likely to be on your fantasy team? Uh, maybe Tyler Eifert. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Only because it. AJ Green's going to cost too much. Yeah. And I don't know. Why? What would you say? I mean, Ross got caught that. I think John there. Ross is, I see the bidding in our uh, yeah. fantasy auction for him just because he had that one unbelievable right. highlight last right, weekend. Right, right. Yeah. He does look good, though. It's fun. Yeah. He made the most of that touchdown. Marvin Lewis, though. You know, th- so the case for this would be the Bengals actually become a playoff team and mm-hmm. and then we get lectured by people on TV and like Peter King's column about this is this is why you don't get rid of a coach. Right. This these things take time. It's like okay. yeah, these things. That, we're not arguing that these things take time, but he's been here for That's fourteen fine. years. Yeah, 15, this is yeah. different. This is it. He should have gone by now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, they they had their thing where they played the Texans every year in the first round, the very first Saturday game, the Shakey's Pizza, the classic. Shakey's Pizza classic. Yeah, the, the TJ Yates classic. Yeah, yeah right. The TJ sponsored they, by TJ Yates. They win Yates. that game, and now we don't even get that from them. But I will say, this has got to be. Plus 350 to make the playoffs? When would yeah. the Bengals ever plus 350 to make the playoffs? I'd take a flyer on that. Here's the thing. I checked. I know mm-hmm. this is true. We need six AFC playoff teams. Yeah. The <laughs> oh, sixth really? One, yeah. That's, that's a rule? So that's a that's a rule that they kept for this year. There's going to be oh, six. Oh, wow. All right. And every year there's a sixth AFC playoff team, and we can't believe they're in the playoffs. And we're going to finish these teams, and the listeners are going to go, wow, mm-hmm. Cincinnati slash... Baltimore slash the Jets slash um, Oakland or who somebody's going to nine and seven to make the playoffs. So we're yeah. going to be in disbelief. Right. I think since he's since he and the Jets are two of the better Could bets. Be them. 
That'll be fun. I'm going over. I like it. I like them. I don't love the minus 160, mm-hmm. but I like the over for it. And Perfect is out the first four games, uh, and then oh, he's right. coming back. Right. So. Perfect Strangers yes. on hiatus. Perfect yes. Strangers. <laughs> yeah. It'd be good to have him back. He's learned his <laughs> lesson. Good, good for the NFL. Suspicions. <laughs> we needed him. He became a pastor, I think, in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland is getting a hilarious uh, amount of of uh, action. Come on, their title odds are down to seventy five to one. Who is betting that? Right. Who's betting the Browns to win the title? Who are who's doing that? Bobby Carpenter was on my podcast of uh, former Ohio State Buckeye great Dallas Cowboy, but he he said that the Browns to win the division were ten to one, and that Hugh Jackson to win Coach of the Year is forty to one. So if you at all like the Browns to win the division, which no one should ever like the Browns ever. To win, but, Take Hugh Jack because he would win. He would have to win Coach of the Year if they won the division. But what's most more likely is that they'll go four and twelve. I'm trying to think what I would hire Hugh Jackson for <laughs> after watching these first three hard knocks. Would episodes. you hire him to screen grab the NFL schedules and put it on your iPad? <laughs> I should have. I didn't think of that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even have him do that. Sal, this is my seat. I'm in charge. <laughs> oh boy! When you're in charge, when you're in this seat, you can make those kind of decisions. Yeah. But right now, this is my seat. It is when a, we're when we're running your podcast and it's your seat, <laughs> you can decide the order. But right now, this is my order. Right? What <laughs> yeah. a loser! We Who needs people like that? You're one in thirty-one. God, you could have your seat for three more weeks. Todd Todd Haley's just like, oh my yeah. god, I'm in hell. Right. And Greg Williams is like, I deserve this. I did this to myself. Like it's he's accepting of it. I like the new the new uh, feature guy, the the obese offensive line coach. I love that guy. What a belly! Let him take. Uh, could he be the interim coach once they once they ax you? You know, you know, he's one of those dudes that's naked in the locker room a lot too, and they're <laughs> editing it out. But yeah. he just seems like he's letting it fly at all times. They shouldn't edit that out. That should be the last frame we see. <laughs> yeah. on you wouldn't see his dick. Week. His yeah. belly would hang over. Yeah. It. it comes oh, up with nudity that. before the episode. Right. I'd look for it. Yeah. <laughs> it would not be one of the 10 worst things that's ever been on HBO. <laughs> uh, we've seen, I mean, we had the red wedding. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cleveland over under five and a half wins. So that went to six in some shops and only because of hard knocks. What I are think. you people doing? I know. <laughs> We've seen this how many times You guys before? are so dumb. <laughs> right. They went 4-0 in the preseason last year. And if you look it up, yeah. Hugh Jackson had a lot of the same quotes. Mm-hmm. It's a different team this year. Yeah. It's different different chemistry. You can feel it. Yeah. Everything feels different. This team's ready to win. It's like he's a fucking used car salesman. Get right. out of here. So what's the best case scenario for them? Tyrod or Tyrod Taylor starts things off or Baker. Are you, are you of the, are you of the school that if they're absolutely even the veteran starts or the new they guy? should start Taylor Taylor starts. Yeah. I would, I would, I was looking at that actually. I think the right time for Mayfield, if they're going to do it would be the week five. They have a home game against Baltimore and a home game against the chargers. Mm-hmm. And maybe that home game against Baltimore is when you do it. And you figure they're two and one and three or two and two then? Because I think they lose their first two. They're Pittsburgh and at New Orleans to start. I have a prediction for them. This is a prediction I've never made in any of these podcasts we've done. And I don't know what this is. This is a certain type of team, but maybe we could call it the the Memorial Chargers team of the year. It might actually be the Chargers. Mm. Because I actually think the Browns are talented. They've been... Picking so many blue chippers yeah. at this point, like they it, by accident, they just have a bunch of talented players. Right. Landry's good. Landry they, Gordon is a top. Their quarterbacks 10, are quality. 10, 12 receiving crew, right? Their coaches are awful, mm. and it seems like this is a season like what the Chargers said last year, where yeah. they should go eleven and five, but they go 
seven and nine yeah. or eight and eight or even four and 12. Like whatever the final total is, is going to be four to eight wins lower than it should be. Right. And they're going to be in these games and yeah, like, every game. let's go back to Cleveland where the Browns were up by 20. What happened? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot of that. And I think they just shoot themselves in the foot yeah. all year. You know why? Because they're losers. They really are. <laughs> they are. They lost every close game last year. They lose in overtime well, they, by six. Yeah, from a gambler's perspective, getting four and a half. Like just no matter you, any way you turn, they were going to screw you. Well, they also they get they have penalties. Like even in oh, the yeah, preseason, they had that whole hard knocks game where it's just penalty after penalty. Yep. And then the coach wander walking around going, "We got to do something about these penalties." Yeah, right. We need some discipline around here. It's like, yeah, you're the fucking coach. Yeah, that's you. You are the person who gives the that's, discipline. It's your job. Oh, these penalties. What are we doing, guys? It's like, yeah. As it is now, just actually talking, like forget about emotion. Their pass defense is ranked thirtieth. It's it's not it's not going to be pretty again this week. This and guess year. what? Josh and Gordon has hurt. been good in four years. I hate right, to break it to people, but it's this isn't like he was captured by an alien spaceship, right? And then he was able he was successfully saved. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the room in the basement for four years. <laughs> like he's had real issues, and there's no sign he can yeah. play four games in a row. Yeah, right. He just doesn't want to play for this. I don't blame him. He just wants to play two games a year. Do you go I do over? like Land- I do like Landry, and I do wish that uh, the Pats had gotten him somehow. Yeah, I'm surprised. He feels he didn't like end a very Brady kind of just just open 300 receptions a year. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the over's five and a half. I got. I to me, it's a stay away. But I would actually go under. Yeah. I think Hughes a disaster. I have him at five, five and eleven. I'm leaning under. I don't. I think hard knocks really. I, when is anyone going to look? The last three hard knocks teams regressed. I don't know yeah. if you know this. This one can't regress because they have zero wins. But just the way they edit it, and you would think like the tight end Njoku is is like one of the best. Like you think he's uh, or that guy yeah. Juice. Yeah, the Juice. Juice is like uh, they're right. trying to turn him yeah. into we'll something. He, like won't make the team or something. Nah. But yeah, it, it's weird the way they edit it together. And we fall for it every it time. It has been the best hard knocks in a long time. A lot of characters. A lot of yeah. great characters. He, yeah. He's been great. Mm-hmm. So many moments of just like, wow, how is he a coach? To me, when they when he breaks the news to his assistant coaches, that, and they're breaking down game footage, he breaks the news to his assistant coaches that his mother passed yeah, away. Yeah, that's sad. And they barely turn back to acknowledge him. They barely do turn back. And yeah. they're looking at game footage. That was And then weird. he's like, okay, let's keep going with the game. I'm like, what goes on? Like every facet of this organization is remarkable and, and how it'll surprise you. You watch Hard Knocks and you have a feeling like Todd Haley, Greg Williams, the pot-bellied guy, and yeah. like the special teams coach. Right. They're like, hey man, let's let's meet at 9.30 at that place and <laughs> just try to figure out how to get through the season. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they just bitch about Hugh Jackson for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Like, oh man, he sent me this text yesterday. He's telling me to do this. I was like, yeah, yeah, I already did that three days ago. Yeah. Like, so they anyway, they I'm should have introduced under. the confessional, you know, like from, uh, like oh, from, from real, real world. world. Yeah, yeah. So they have all the guys idea. and just like Todd Haley and he has a confessional <laughs> and it's like, we show the scene where like, he's like, Josh Gordon's coming back. And he's like, is he in shape? Yeah. Right. And he's like, I don't understand why our head coach isn't worried about this guy being in shape. You know? Yeah. It was I, so funny when, when the running back coach rightly brings up, Hey, you know, uh, I, I, I know he's injured, but I want him out there. Like, we're, we got to instill some toughness. Sure. And Hugh just takes complete umbrage. <laughs> Flip that. When you're in this seat, you can make that call. But right now, mm-hmm. it's my call. It's like, he's actually making a great point. Like, 
your team makes a lot of penalties and isn't tough and everybody misses games? They do such weird stuff with the Browns. They're really like, who was it? Callaway is the rookie. That so yeah. he got busted for uh for he had dope in his car. Didn't tell them. It doesn't tell him. That's great. And then he has his punishment is he has to play the whole game. Yeah. Your punishment is you have to play for the Cleveland Browns every offensive play. And that, that'll make you think twice about smoking grass, buddy. That's, that's how they punish people. We did that. Uh, my son, he stole money from my wife the other day. Oh, and our punishment true? was we made him play Fortnite for 18 hours. No, we didn't do this. <laughs> yeah, that right, didn't right, right, right. happen. It's ridiculous. Exactly. I want to do this. What do you think of this idea? Because I love uh, Ray Donovan. What's his name? Leif Schreiber. Liev Schreiber. Liev Schreiber. Emmy, the Emmy winner, Liev right. Schreiber. The narrator I, of Hard Knocks. I love yeah. him narrating. I think he'd do a better job at, as coaching the Browns. Let Hugh Jackson narrate one year and let Liev Schreiber uh, coach the Browns. Des wow, Bryant's here. Yeah, right. Des Bryant couldn't get open for the last two years <laughs> in Dallas. No separation oh, at all. Uh, here he is. Uh, let's take one more break. Go ahead. Hey, all this gambling talk. Makes me think we should probably talk about gambling sites. What about my bookie? People always ask for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week or me and Sal's case, what team not to bet on because we're, we've been wrong so often lately. This year it's changing though. 2018 is going to be here. The truth is we don't know who's going to win all the time. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. They're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years. Great reviews online. Mobile site, easy to use, not to mention in-game live betting. The most rewarding player perks in the business. Plus, for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Lay down some cash. Win big today. You win, they pay. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code Bill Simmons when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. That is M-Y-Bookie, B-O-O-K-I-E. Don't forget to use the promo code Bill Simmons when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, we're going to the AFC South and a team that actually might be a little bit undervalued for reasons that I'm not entirely clear on. Jacksonville Jaguars, 18-1 to win the title, plus 175 for the division, minus 155 to make the playoffs. Over, under, nine wins and some caveats. Their schedule this year, they play the NFC East and the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Get eight games against the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, eight games against those teams, and six of those eight teams might be bad. Yeah, there's a chance that three of the NFC East teams are not going to be good, and there's a really good chance that three of the AFC East teams are going to be good. They play uh, home for New England at Kansas City, home for Philly, home for Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Those are their five toughest games, and then a lot of cream puff. Uh, yeah, games along the way. I don't understand this one, Sal. I actually think they should have beaten the Patriots in the AFC title game. They blew it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. Why is it only nine? I think they do this. I, I don't know why it's only nine. And it, it All right, so they play a first-place schedule, even though, like you said, the NFC East and AFCs could be lame. But versus Pittsburgh and at Kansas City, uh, and then that London game against Philly, uh, week eight, I which think. is like London, you throw it out, yeah. weird shit happens. Right. Well, they're the home team in London, they're so it's a home yeah. game. So they. Oh lose yeah, that. but we got Sir Blake Bortles. That's yeah, a, that's a win. Yeah. Right. Yeah, kind of locked that one in. I I didn't think it was possible. Bortles has fewer weapons this year. Like, well, the Marquise Lee thing hurt. How is it like Marquise Lee going down in in late August? Like that's that's huge news. 
that really might set them back like a game and a half because Marquise Lee on any other team, is, it's okay if he goes The counter to that, though, is they didn't really rely on throwing the ball that much anyway. It was like no. a win 17 to 13 running game defense team. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. actually excited about Safarian Jenkins, but then if you look at his stat, because, you know, at Patriots, uh, was it a touchdown, wasn't it? It seems like he sniffed the end zone more times than not, but his, like, yards after catch is one of the worst worst in the league for a tight end. So I don't know. I had him in fantasy, and it did seem like he had a lot of touchdowns called back. I right. don't know why. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, one of them you liked especially. But Fournette was a, a racehorse. Do they do they feed him again? Like, that? Is that going to work? That much, uh, same way. You mean feed him food or? Yeah, they're going to feed things. him food. What do they feed these guys before the game? Well, yeah. you think about it though, their division's not really that good either. <laughs> Three straight divisions we haven't really liked that much. But you have two quarterbacks coming back, and one of them's going to one of them's going to do good things for their team. Watson, least. Watson, and Luck. So they, they didn't have says- that last year. Everyone says Houston's offensive line is the in the top three worst right. in the league that we have, and that Watson's going to be running for his life. Right. Considering he just blew out his knee. No, I'm I'm not against the Houston. I don't really have a feel for that one, but it does worry me that he's coming off major knee surgery and has no offensive line, and people are like Houston, watch out for them. Yeah, it's like they they can't block. What am I What am I watching out for? They yeah, we, be- we saw that with Dominican Sue, right? He blew up Deshaun in that preseason game, so he's right. already taken a big hit. So mm-hmm. yeah. That makes me nervous. Um, I uh, have one more thing. I can't believe I'm saying this. What is it? Bortles really got some high-level awesome reps last year. Played in three playoff games. Yeah. He looked the Patriots right in the eye Mm -hmm. and kind of went toe-to-toe with them for three quarters. Then the fourth quarter, they really didn't want to do anything that would make him – Yeah kind of ruin the game for them I just think he's going to be better this year I think it went from last year all we heard all season was oh my god if they can only get through Blake Bortles oh he's yeah. but he actually was pretty good for them and now he's actually going to be more confident we were how long how many times did we say it how, how psyched you to bet against Blake Bortles yeah. in the playoffs and, and never, then guess what we lost lots of money lost on betting against Blake Bortles but I don't think this is a weak division like I think like even last year Jags were a few plays away from making the Super Bowl yeah, Tennessee won a playoff game. So that's beat the, the other Chiefs, team. right? And then Houston and the Colts, with you know, with Luck and Watson, one of them should be better, right? Compete. I'm going over for this one. I think this mm. is the first one I would bet. Wow. All right. I'm going. I I'm, this is a pass for me. I think it's right at nine and seven. I was really impressed by the Jags in those last two playoff, the Steelers game and the yeah. Pats game. Those are the best two teams in the AFC, and they dominated Pittsburgh. They might be made for the regular season. And like Ramsey, you look at their past defense, like Ramsey and Bouye, I think like there was like quarterbacks had a 36 rating against them last year. Their run defense is like ranked seventh. Excellent. But we know the formula. I think Bortles needs to, I think there has to be a passing game to win the big playoff game when they need to. Well, we're not arguing that. Yeah. We're arguing nine wins. That's right. All right. I still and the other thing nine. that I like about this compared to what's going on with an AFC West team, we're going to talk about in a second. Mm hmm. It's a, there's a little one. Nobody believes in us here. Right. Like they basically had the Super Bowl trip in their hands. They messed it up. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like, you guys suck. You're out. You're not even going to win 10 games. Yeah. Like you can build on that. And you can be like, ah, nobody believes in us. They, 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 I, I just like it. I think Jacksonville, I'm in on them. All right. Houston, 18 to one plus 185 over under is eight and a half wins. They play that same NFC East, uh, AFC East thing. 
And the schedule's kind of all over the place. What I don't like is it starts with at New England, at Tennessee, home for the Giants, who are one of those wild card, I have no idea what to expect from them teams, and then at Indy. And that's their first four with like Watson coming back from surgery and this offensive line that everybody thinks is going to be bad. And I, well, they, they, I have the like e- they have the easiest strength of schedule in the league, but I'm and, just and saying those first four, yeah, they, they, the season could get away from start, them early, but could they be have the own six, four early. six games versus teams with five wins or fewer. And I like this team over. I really do. Really? I know that's a hefty minus 155. I so think, you think they go nine and seven? I think they get to 10 and six. Give me the case. I think they, uh, they added Tyron Matthew on defense, obviously Watt and Marcellus are back. Um, that offensive line is bad. They give up 54 sacks like in 2017. And it's worse this year, apparently. But I think it's going to be like Steelers territory where they they could put up like like 38 to 41 a game, and then you have to really? match that. Yeah, I do. Oh, so do you remember how spectacular he was? So you're getting a big healthy? Will Fuller season, you're predicting? Yeah, I think so. Although I think he's starting out uh, injured. but Yeah, I think he's probable week one. Is he Hamstring. playing? Yeah, okay. yeah. He and Sammy yeah. Coates, same thing. I All would right. say over-under for him is eight and a half games. <laughs> Tate, be the tiebreaker. Houston. I like Houston. I think Houston's my, uh, that's my pick to win that division, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Jalen Ramsey, I hope he doesn't hear this or he's going to call us out and say yeah. some things. So. <laughs> he has a problem with one and five in the division last year. I think they at least three and three. Well, year. it did feel like last year, if Watson going down kind of changed the course of that division in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the, then the storm and everything, it was, it was just going to be a, yeah, that was like the year from hell for right. them. The, and Romeo Cornell was resuming play duties on uh, play calling duties on defense. Oh, I'm going under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going under for them because I like this other team more. I like Tennessee more. Hmm. Tennessee, eight wins is the over slash under, minus 115. Division plus 325. Make the playoffs plus 155. You weren't a malarkey guy. Was not a malarkey guy. Yeah. I thought they underachieved the whole year. Mm-hmm. I thought they were very poorly coached. And I'm actually, I think Mike Vrabel was the former Pats assistant to get. I think he's way closer to Belichick than Matt Patricia was. Wow. Um, Interesting. And, he, and I like how he spent the last couple of years kind of leading to get into big gig. But he was one of those guys at the Pats was like a top three or four most respected veteran, super smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just like everything he's done. I like that there was a good nucleus in place that underachieved, but now we've improved the coach. Yeah. And I also think Mariota, um, I don't want this to come back to haunt me, but um, I don't know. I saw enough last year that I I, I could see them going 10 it's and an 6. impressive game against the Chiefs. Yeah. You forget. Really he really forget. was good in that game. Yeah, that second half. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. What is that? Week 10 against the Patriots, Vrabel, Butler, Malcolm Butler, and, uh, and Deion Lewis. That's fun on this well, team. Well, that's the other thing. They, they they have Derrick Henry, but then Dan Lewis was the best Patriot in the regular season. Like right. He literally was the best player in the team in like mm-hmm. November. Um, the Pats let him go because they don't believe in paying running backs. But and that, that doesn't usually translate. Big games. Like, like Eric Blunt didn't light it up after he left and all these guys that do well for the Patriots. Uh, Blunt was good last year, though. It's a good goal linebacker. Yeah, he guess. was pretty good yeah. for Philly. I think Lewis is going to be really, really good for them. The thing is, they were five and one in the division last year. I just think like stuff like that levels off when, when teams are good. Like Davis, this, luckily, the yeah. receiver. Do we believe in him? I mean, you talk about anyone who's had him in fantasy who just hates that guy, right? 
Tate, you yeah, it's weird. Davis? He's only been in the league like yeah. <laughs> two years. Everybody yeah. hates his guts. Yeah, they expect big things. So first four, they go at Miami, home Houston, at Jacksonville, home Philly. Mm-hmm. And we'll know a lot more after those first four. I'm a believer though. I'm going, I'm going over, and I think this is a bet for me too. Run defense is solid. I think they gave up like 87 yards a game. That Rashad Evans is a is a nice first round pick defense, but I'm I'm passing here. I say seven and nine. I lean on there, but I'm gonna pass. They have a fun last five: home Jets, home Jacksonville, at Giants, home mm. Washington, home Indy. Three night games, so the league is taking them seriously. I like them. And London. Last one, a team I do not like. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis. The over-under is six and a half. I mean, I, honestly, it's a stay away because you're just basically, you have no idea if Luck's going to be healthy or not. Division plus 550. Pretty good odds for the fourth best team in the division. You're right. Out of the first three divisions we've done, this is the third. This is the first best division. Yeah. From a talent standpoint, up and down. Over under six and a half, minus one seventy. They have a new coach, Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. Weird as from a new coach standpoint, because I feel like he's been retired for twenty plus years. Yeah. This is his first gig. Respected OC. Tate, what do you feel about Frank Reich? He's good. It was a good yeah. hire. I mean, especially after McDaniels, you know, kind of yeah, left of him course. at the altar. It was nice for them to find yeah. someone that was a winner, right? Well, what are they supposed to the do when your your band of idiots screwed him over there? <laughs> they had like three days to hire a coach. It's deflate, did... deflate gate redemption, right? That's why he did it. <laughs> why did McDaniels? Yeah, he did. He was sticking it to him. Yeah, smart. Why did McDaniels screw him over, though? Why do I think he did? Yeah. Well, why did... Are you, are you think, do you think it was like set like this way from the start or did no, Belichick I think, step in? I think he was worried about luck. You think so? I do. You don't think someone got in his ear and say, look, I promise you Billy's on his way out. No, I, no. I think he saw, it was almost like when the Celtics hmm. mysteriously randomly all of a sudden traded Markel Fultz. It's like, right. wow, that was weird. They were going to take him. What happened? And right. Then a bunch of weird stuff. Well, what he should that. be worried about is the number 32 ranked pass defense and number 29 ranked run defense. Like, I don't even know if the Andrew Luck thing matters. Of course, he's going to be better than Brissett, but uh, that defense is really bad. Um, they, Their skill position guys are pretty weak. Yeah, like their second wide receiver is Ryan Grant, I think. And yeah. not even the Ryan Grant that the good Ryan Grant that people know. It's the other, the yeah, they're not as good it's, Ryan it's, Grant. It's Hilton and, uh, and like, yeah, why wouldn't Dez, why wouldn't they sign Dez? Like, Luck would be able to handle him. And also, know. how is Marlon Mack your lead running back in yeah, this day and age where everybody has seven running backs? I don't know if he is anymore. Who is it, that Naheem Wilkins? Hines or something? Or Yeah, out of NC State. You think yeah. he's oh, going to win you know the starter is? now? Well, no, he, it actually is. It's Christine Michael, I think, is their starter. Oh, my I God. I think he's first in depth. I think they're going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. It's never good when the, Deion Kane got hurt in that preseason game and people were talking about him. He's a six-round pick as yeah. a pro, as problem for losing It's like, oh, my God, they lost a six-round. <laughs> the one thing I like is their tight ends, like Ebron and, Do- and Doyle, but they invested in their O-line. But uh, I would go under. I think this is a 5-1 team. And the overs, minus 170. You can get some odds on that. I love the under... We we forgot to mention their batshit crazy owner. Yeah, Jim right. say he'll do something. Dumb well, that's why I didn't. I, that's why I can't believe he won't sign Des. Like, there's a, a hole there, and he's uh, he's got his demons. So, wow, I I think that's a borderline bet for me. I know you don't want to do the no playoff thing, but they're minus three twenty five. If we could just find one other team, oh, you right motherfucker! In there. Come on, they're not do this to me. Come on. Minus three twenty five. They're gonna be five and nine. Why is that so low? Into week sixteen, whatever, fifteen. So we could do Pats minus six hundred, Steelers minus four fifty. Wrap it up. 
<laughs> who screws Locking us? In. Nobody put me in. Oh my God. <laughs> and then you email me in December. Hey, so we're going to lose a thousand each on the, uh, that, you know, cause Indy's going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like what? We did that. 2014. Andrew, Andrew Lux gets for 5,500 yards. Yeah. Uh, wow. What a division. Who would you do win play show for that division? I go Houston win Jacksonville plays Tennessee show. I go Jacksonville win Tennessee plays Houston show. We didn't do the other division. Who'd you do for uh, AFC North? Uh, who did I have? Pittsburgh win Cincinnati place Baltimore show. Cleveland no show. <laughs> Cleveland hard knocks. <laughs> uh, Cleveland side show. All right, the AFC West. This is the most fun of these divisions because you can really make cases. Yeah, what I wonder what you're worried about me taking here. What's the bandwagon pick? Well, we saw it last year. Mm-hmm. I even got roped into it a little bit with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ugh. The hyped contender who hasn't done jack shit. Right. And now we have the LA Chargers who people have going to the Super Bowl and who have a top four fantasy defense and all of these weapons and bad luck in close games and if the field goal kicker and um, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they almost made the playoffs and could have and then they blew it. Uh, they almost rallied back from this big hole they put themselves in. Um, so much hype for a team that's done jack shit. Yeah. I actually think this is really bad for them. For and the Chargers, yeah. Yeah, they were sloppy last year. The reason they make the playoffs is they were sloppy. They screwed up on special teams. They had dumb penalties. They were poorly coached. Well, but the kicker, too. They were and one the kicker. Special kicker teams, kicker. coaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All They could change the special teams a little bit. They still have the same coach. Right. They still have the same quarterback who makes crazy throws in the last four minutes of games that he yeah. shouldn't make. And I don't know how we arrived at them being a Super Bowl contender. They, there are, they arguably had the worst luck preseason, right, Tate? Like, Verrett's out. Jalen Watkins is out in the secondary. That's the, the thing. They've already had the Henry, ju- bad juju yeah, in the Hunter preseason. And, and Bosa, right? They lost both tight ends. Bosa has, like, a foot injury that's lingering. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of guys. Plus yeah. 120 not to make the playoffs. Hmm. Over under nine and a half wins. Minus 120. That's high, nine and a half. Division is plus 150 to win it. Mm-hmm. They're sixteen to one to win the title. Yeah, I'm, I'm just stupefied by all of this. We forgot to mention they play in LA. They have no home home field advantage whatsoever. Right. They have to use a silent snap count mm-hmm. playing some of these teams. Now, some of the teams they have coming in there uh, at Buffalo. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kansas City's coming in. We saw that last year. A ton of Chiefs fans. Mm-hmm. San Francisco. They'll be flooded with Niner fans. The Raiders will take over the stadium. Tennessee will be easy. Broncos, ton of Broncos fans. Cardinals will be easy. Bengals will be easy. Ravens. So four of those games, they'll have less fans than the yeah. road teams. Well, what's interesting is they go a month without playing at home. They have like two yeah. weeks and then a bye and then another week. And that's not including the games at home where they're not at home. Yeah. So it it will it will seem lonely, I think, for them. Um, yeah, that's true. They go from October 7th all the way through November 18th without a home game. That said, I think I could see them going like six and one or five and two before that bye. If you look at those games. Yeah, I circled their home KC at Buffalo at the chart. Rams. Oh, at the uh, Rams, the first three. Mm -hmm. So if they somehow get out of there two and one, then the next four is home San Fran, home Oakland, at Cleveland, home Tennessee. Tennessee and London. Yep. Yeah. That feels like they should be five and two, but they'll be three and four. Yeah, right. Right. And be like, wow, um, Phil Rivers, if he just had thrown it to the, the yeah. safety in the end zone, they win that game. But maybe too many points again. Maybe the offense is just too good. If Allen and Williams and 
Benjamin, like all these guys Gordon. are healthy. Yep. Yeah, Gordon. They play the Chiefs twice. They play the Rams. They play at Pittsburgh. And they're at Denver, obviously, because they have to do that. At Oakland. They're also at Seattle, which we're going to get to on your podcast. Yep. About there's People have just crossed off Seattle completely, which is a little weird. I like I them just, for 10. I go over. I think they get to 10 or 11. I know. Yeah, I wouldn't go under because I want to root for them. You want to root for this team. When they were out, ousted from the playoffs last year, like this is the one team I'd rather see than any other sixth seed in the AFC. And a good kicker could maybe make the difference. They got Sturgis, Caleb Sturgis. That's, so, that's who it is this week? Yep. All right. <laughs> I like the Chiefs more. Yeah. I think I might like the Broncos more. Really? We'll get to them in a second. Right. The case, though, is could we have three 10 and 6 teams in this division? We've seen it happen year after year. At least one division, mm-hmm. yeah, the double-digit teams. Could have two 11 and 5s and a 9 and 7. That might be enough. Tate, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I just think the Broncos are going to get run over in that division. I really do. So, okay. so that, that's I, I think those three teams, uh, I like the Chiefs and I like the Chargers at the top. The Chiefs, are we doing the Chiefs now? Because they're my number one seed. And I think I don't know why they're over-unders eight and a half. I guess it's asking a lot of Mahomes. But I think by accident, this team is going to win like seven or eight games. And then he's going to win like three or four more of him. And I'm not just going off of that long bomb that we all saw in preseason. I think he's solid. I like Mahomes as well. The Chiefs are eight and a half wins. Even money to go over, make the mm-hmm. playoffs plus 115. Yeah. The division plus 265. Great. They have first two weeks, they go at Chargers, at Steelers. And then week five, home Jacksonville. Week six, at New England. So not easy, the first six. But then it gets super easy the rest of the way. I got to say, I circled like from week seven to week 17. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, Denver, Cleveland, Arizona. They have a tough at Rams game. Then Oakland, Baltimore, Chargers, Seattle, Oakland. Like It's just not a hard schedule. No, and like uh, and I'm with you. I, I'm a Mahomes believer. I like everything I've read. I like what I've read about how his teammates are talking about him. Right. I like his throws. I thought he looked good in the game last year. Uh, I'm in. I think, and I think they needed some fresh blood. I think the Alex Smith thing, who was really good for them, take took a lot of shit, but was really good. I think it ran its course. Only going to take him so far. Yeah. And I like that everybody's picking the Chargers. And how about that you have a, a running back who could bail out a new quarterback? Like Kareem Hunt had, I think, 1,800 yards from scrimmage. That's yeah. huge. And you got a dynamite tight end. Like, they're going to be okay. I don't think Mahomes is a downgrade by any stretch of the match. And you talk about the defense. Eric Berry comes back. Yeah. And we know how, you know, this team's a different team with Eric Berry. And they already, you talked about the week seven to week 17. You like that schedule. They always start out hot. Yeah. They usually right. taper off. So right. if they start out hot again and have a weaker schedule. He's you know. unbelievable, Eric Berry. Eric Cancer. Berry's another one. The le- the guys, when they lecture us. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, people don't understand how good <laughs> Eric Berry really is. It's like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah, I know. I'm right here. I I'm just watching television. Again, I know. Cancer, ACL, Achilles. I yeah, know. he's a good it's lecture guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Chargers are nine and a half wins over, and the Chiefs are eight and a half wins over. And I am just, I'm confused. I'm all in un- for loading up on them Chiefs. Unders minus, right? Like for the Chiefs, what is it? And then they're like, yeah, they lost Marcus Peters. Like, yeah, he's a lunatic. Right. Maybe that's a good thing they lost him. Right. You don't have to deal with him anymore. Yeah, they are losing some leaders there. Alex Smith, like Tom Bali and Marcus Peters. But Marcus um, Peters is a leader for what? For yeah. having throwing, security throwing guards escort him off the field? <laughs> yeah. But they have Watkins, right? 
Like they, they have some nice threats. I think they're going to be all right. I'm really I'm tainted on Sammy Watkins because he's burned me in so many different ways. But Fantasy. that was the one I was like, damn it, why'd they sign him? Right. right I just, exactly. I'm not a believer. Yeah. He runs a great straight line. All right. So now Denver? I got Oakland next. All right. Over under eight wins. Oh my God. What are people doing? This is an under, Make the right? playoffs plus 155. Not make the playoffs minus 190. File mm. that one away. I thought, I didn't think they were very talented last year. Then Gruden came in. He blew up everything in the front office. They had complained about everything. Got rid of a bunch of people. Was mm. trying to bring in his own people. Hasn't coached in 12 years. I talked about this with Rosillo on his podcast this week. I, I just... It's a very Gruden team, right? It's shaping up. Like they go out and get Doug Martin and like he's suspended. And he's like, I think he's the only player with a hundred or more carries to average under three per carry for two straight years. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I know Lynch is their guy, but. Um, I just think they're going to suck. Yeah. Week two to four at Denver, at Miami, Cleveland, they have a chance, but uh, they have a lot of quirky stuff. London versus Seahawks. They play Christmas Eve. I they don't have, like this team at all. They have a they have a Rams game. They have a Pittsburgh game, mm-hmm. and uh, oh yeah, and we forgot to mention the N- the NFC West and AFC West are playing each other. So they got San Francisco, who might possibly be good. I don't see. There's no evidence from watching television and watching John Gruden announce that he is going to be a good coach. I was never impressed by anything he said. Right. I thought he was the master of the cliche. He hasn't done it in a long time and hasn't been successful really in 15 years since yeah. that Super Bowl that we both successfully bet on one of our great right. first bets together first day Jimmy after Kimmel that was 500 the rest of the way got fired announced for 12 years and now people are like John Gruden is it putting his stamp on the team what he, stamp he certainly hasn't done enough to there was six and ten last year he certainly hasn't done enough to jump their projected win total to eight and eight right like no why is that so high? it seems like he's more intent to like just blow the whole thing up and then start yeah. over around car and whatever draft pick they get he can blame the previous regime mm-hmm. and do that whole thing and also this khalil mack thing like if he sits for any yeah. any we didn't even mention time, that imagine like threatening to go to the jets like that's like saying uh hey if you don't buy me a ring i'm gonna start dating your uh your unemployed brother who still lives with your parents uh, and i mean it like that and it may work hmm i under this is a bet for me yep eight wins under not make the playoffs. Minus 190. I'm in. <laughs> we'll figure all this out uh, before we put the pot up. Do we swing the odds? Once we say what bets we're doing, it makes the odds actually worse because uh, we're, we've been so bad the it, last couple of years. It's gone a, a few different ways, but yeah. I would want to just, I would try to short all of our bets. Right. Until Should we, we prove ourselves. Take people off our scent. Yeah. Here's the case for Denver. Seven wins is the over. Minus 170. Not a lot of Tate Frazier uh, mm. agreeers out no. there. Minus 170. There's been a lot of action on the Denver over. And uh, make the playoffs plus 220, division plus 400. Their first six, this is the key to the Denver secret sauce. If mm-hmm. they can do other than Tate, would you agree Denver's quarterback situation was one of the most appalling in recent football history? Uh, it still is. <laughs> It's continuous, still happening. So you're just not buying Case Keenum at all? No. Well, no. he's got to well, be an uh, upgrade yeah. a little from Yeah, he, he's right? better than Paxton Lynch, yeah. of course. He's right. better than the highest. Case heist. Keenum made the greatest throw in the history of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He lost to the eventual Super Bowl champ. 
I call it the greatest catch by Stefan Diggs. <laughs> he won game after. What is your act? Did Case Keenum go to Duke? What's no, your problem? No, no, no. I, I like Case Keenum. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have nothing against him. I'm the only way that I buy into the Broncos is if Chubb and Von Miller, like if Von Miller has 18 sacks again. That's the only way I could buy into the Broncos. That defense is loaded. Somehow they lost a keep to leave, and I think they're as good or maybe better. Like who's going to throw their helmet at people this year on the team? They <laughs> They'll find somebody. <laughs> yeah. Now they can't wear the chains. I, I love the Chubb Miller thing. Yeah, I think the upgrade from anybody that they had last year to Case Keenum is significant. Yeah, Shane the, Ray, it's a real good pass defense or pass rushers. Who's the third round running back? Royce Freeman. Yeah. I like Royce Freeman. Yeah, I like what I've read about him. Yeah. I thought the running backs were awful last mm-hmm. year. And more important, the first six. So if you're talking about sleepers, they could maybe yeah. First of all, for a real sleeper, Tate has to shit on them. So we've checked that box. <laughs> um, new new QB improving the QB situation, great. Adding a huge blue chipper, another good one. Um, first six, home for Seattle, home for Oakland, at Baltimore, home for KC, at the Jets, home for the Rams. Yeah, and then at Arizona. Yeah. Can they get out of there three and three, four and two? I have until they get to the next stretch. Five and three over the first eight, and then I think they, they go like four and four. So something. we're both going over for Denver. Yeah, I have them a nine and seven. Yeah, I like All every right. team in this division. It's hard. This is a tough one to pick. No, thought, you don't like Oakland. I don't like Oakland. Sorry. I like three teams in this division, and I thought the AFC South was tough for me. Tate will help us. How low that. would the Oakland over-under have to go for you to want it to go over? I don't. What do you think happened? Just like everyone in Vegas got excited that the team's coming there in, in a couple of years. I swear and to God, just John, bet, Gruden, bet John Gruden has pulled like a Jedi mind trick on like the yeah. entire country. People think, A, he's a good coach because mm-hmm. he hosts quarterback camp. Yeah, and and be that like he's gonna just rekindle the magic. We right. have fifteen years of no evidence here. Mm-hmm. I asked my son, thirteen years old, mm. who's the greatest running back you've ever seen. Ah, what do you think he said? Tate, what would you say? And like, let's let's say like thirteen year old son. Yeah, so he's watched football for the last five or six years that he can. Is remember. this answer gonna sadden me? I think so. Uh, it, it made me. I was perplexed. I'm gonna say Jamal Charles or Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn, he said Marshawn Lynch. Was the best running back he's ever and seen. And then I thought about it. I think it is. Is that sad? Well, who would it be? <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, maybe? I don't know. We need, I feel like I know 50 running backs. I think I've been alive a little longer, but is Marshawn Lynch the best running back in the last six years? That's a good example of like, you see in that video with him, you know, with the Skittles video, yeah. like kind of lingering in people's minds. That must be it. Yeah. Do you think your son needs to switch schools or what <laughs> yeah. like a tutor a or something? <laughs> what needs to happen now? I don't know. Uh, speaking of kids, before we uh, take part two over to oh, your podcast, let's corner. do a parent corner. Let's do it. So you, you were with your son all week. I was. Right? I spent four days with my little man. We went to Orlando to see Full Sail and go to NXT and all this stuff. And then... um. And then we went to Tampa to see two days of games where he somehow ended up with five balls. Don't ask. Wow. We never caught a foul ball. He just has a way of getting balls. Right. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we go to NXT on, on Friday, the Performance Center. I put this on my Instagram, but I'm going to tell the story. He's really excited about this. WWE has this Performance Center, which they've turned into like their AAA, basically. NXT, which is the mm-hmm. kind of the breeding ground for if you do well there. That's where Roman Reigns came from, all these people. Right. You know all this. Sure. So they built it like seven years ago. Triple H was his idea. 
um, have this whole thing. People learn how to do promos. They learn how to do entrances. They work on the rings. They're mm-hmm. all in the same weightlifting program. It's really interesting. I actually talked to him about it. He said that he went to see all these different sports franchises and mm-hmm. he studied how they did like the med- the medical center and weightlifting, all that stuff. And he's like, why would we have all of our guys doing all these different things mm-hmm. as opposed to our beloved Roddy Roddy Piper sure. era where they're just all on their own driving around in cars. So they have this whole awesome complex. So my son goes and it's like, we walk in, guys are getting treated. Um, the divas are there getting worked on. The, everybody's lifting weights and he's just like, <laughs> like he can't wait to lift weights. So he's so they're explaining to him that he can't, but they're showing him how to do push-ups and sit-ups and all this stuff. So he's like having a great time. And, uh, and the guy who's like the coach, Coach Matt, used to be Prince Albert. Remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's like kind of the leader of the thing. Uh-huh. So we bring us into this giant room <laughs> and there's Albert. like seven wrestling rings and all these people, there's like 70 NXT wrestlers and a couple of WWE wrestlers actually. And they're all work, in different rings working on stuff. And my son like immediately runs in, jumps in, goes under the ring. <laughs> he climbs the thing. He Saw jumps that. down. They had these torsos that these guys practice moves on that look like se- like severed torsos basically it's just right. a head and a torso you do the move him. so he grabs one of those he's doing all these things dad can we get one all this stuff i'm like oh my god you're never <laughs> ever graduating college and uh so then he does that whole thing we watch him jump off the top rope and they're joking they're like wow we need to start a junior nxt mm-hmm. and he sees they have this entrance ramp and he's like can i do an entrance and they were like sure so they have the music and what they do is they practice those entrances mm-hmm. and you have to practice like how you walk out, how you look at the crowd, all this. So they cue up a song. He gets these two wrestlers who are attacked him there, these guys with beards and they go up the ramp and people's expectations are pretty low mm-hmm. and they don't understand. My son's been doing fake entrances in my house for like the last <laughs> five years right, and right, just right. randomly like turning the lights off and then all of a sudden music's playing and you're yeah. like, what's going on? You have and, everything but the bearded tag team. Yeah, he's doing house. it. Yeah. yeah, he said right. everything but the tag team. Yeah. So he's been waiting his whole life for this. Mm-hmm. So all the wrestlers stop. They put on the music. They start playing. And he crawls out. And this is what was on my Instagram thing. He does the Finn Balor. He crawls out. <laughs> and it goes a little too long. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> the bearded wrestlers come out. They don't know what's going on. And then he stands up and he turns around and he puts his arms out and does like the dip back. And then runs into the ring, jumps on the top rope and does like the Hulk Hogan muscle thing. And they're all going nuts. And he goes to like, he goes around to each rope and then he lied on the, he lay on the last rope and he started playing with his hair because somebody does that. Right. And they were going nuts. They started chanting, this is awesome. He's got 70 wrestlers chanting for him. He's all sweaty. And it was like the greatest day of his life. Yeah. That's hard to beat. I don't know how I top it. Yeah. I really don't. Like you're like, and then like you went to the Rays game and you met Dickie Vitale and you're probably- Yeah, we sat with them. like, this is more exciting. Like, no, he he's like, remember. can we do he another won't... entrance? Yeah. <laughs> so then they're joking about like a junior NXT. Mm-hmm. Like we got to start that. You could be like our Roman Reigns. Right. He's taking it completely seriously. He's like, when would we start? Like he- That's awesome. He thinks they it's going to happen. They should do it. Why wouldn't they do it? Well, what I was thinking, I do- NXT teenage? I, I did know. say that they should do, they should have an entrance contest on YouTube- that's fun. Where people, where little kids like 12 and under, they come up with their own mm-hmm. wrestling entrance and do it. Yeah, it is kind of like a modeling exhibition, right? It's, it's like, like, it's some walk sort of, it's like the runway. very like, performance yeah. oriented. Um, I like that. But uh, the big thing that came out of it is he really wants a wrestling ring now. 
A real one, yeah. Like a real one. He's like, I know where we could put it. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? We're getting, pool. We're getting like a real it? wrestling rig. <laughs> what are you talking about? You crazy person. Where does he want to put it? That, uh, put he had this spot in the back. He basically wants to put it over where the basketball court is. Yeah, right. Put it on the basketball court. Oh, man. Do they make basketball courts that fold into rings? They don't, right? Well, if they did, I would probably have to get <laughs> one if at this point. Listening. That's so good. yeah, so that's my that's son really who, uh, who's going to be living home till he's 40. I have a somewhat uh, pro wrestling related um, parent corner uh, entry too. Um, so a couple weeks ago, it's my wife and I, it's our anniversary. And the kids are like, it's one of those things where I'm off the whole week, but the kids start school Tuesday. So we can't go anywhere. Yeah. We have to go close. You're so paralyzed. We go? Right. We go to Arizona. We go to Phoenix. Yeah. And it's 137 degrees. It's a dumb move. But there, anyone out there looking for like a nice deal, like for the summer, go to Arizona. There are a bunch of resorts where it, co- it costs more to stay home than it would to <laughs> go to these resorts. So we went to one. It was our anniversary. We dumped the kids off with uh, Jimmy, my cousin yeah. Jimmy's parents. It was nice. You made kid number four. No, no, uh, no. That thing was all taken care of. But uh, the uh, years ago. I don't want to know but what that we, means. Uh, <laughs> we... Um, but anyway, before we go to the resort, before we drop the kids off, we stop by my friend Ken and Harry's house. Oh! And Ken and Harry live in a crazy big house, like yeah. crazy big. It has a pool that's almost never been used. Uh, it has a basketball court that's less than never been used. Yeah. And then it's got like some play, like a playground, like like the authority should be like looking into these guys yeah. for more than one reason. But they bought the house they, and had they a don't playground. They don't have kids, but they, they have a playground. Yeah. Yeah, they bought shady. it with the playground. Yeah. But they kept the playground. New it's Neverland. Been years now. Yeah, exactly. Neverland. So they love it there. And especially my middle kid, Jack, Jack Romo, I named yeah. after Tony Romo, but doesn't like any sports. So the joke's <laughs> on me. Tough one. Yeah. So anyway, Jack Romo loves Ken and Harry's house, hates his younger and older brother, and has been telling us how he wants to move out um, for and a few months And live with Ken down. and Harry? He breaks it to us. He's like, I, this is the place I want to live. I want to live with Ken and Harry. Are you serious? And I was like, and Melissa's like, you can't live. I was like, well, hold on a second now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's talk this Let's talk through. it out. How often would you go? Harry's like, yeah, I could put, go, he can go to school. I'll pick him up. And, you know, it's like, they have a dog. He loves the dog. They yeah. Cool. He, he's not happy at home. And I said, well, how often what, would you be all right not seeing us? And he's like, yeah, you know, you could text me once in a while when a dead wrestler, when a wrestler from the 80s dies. <laughs> that's what he, he said. Because I woke him up a couple weeks ago and told him Jim the Anvil Night Oh, died. yeah. And he's like, all right, fine. Yeah, leave me alone. So that's what I represent to him the guy who breaks the news about dead wrestlers, not the one who put a roof over his head for the first <laughs> 10 years of his life. So I think I want him to live with Ken and Harry. Melissa says, no, that's terrible. You're like the Adrian Wojnarowski Woj bomb for yeah. dead wrestlers to your son. Right. That's your existence. But what's the problem with like a college, a pre-college thing for just a year, just so that they can gain perspective about how good they have it at home? I send them off to then Ken to and Harry. to live with Ken and Harry. Yeah, for a year or six months or something. Well, what what if he just becomes like the third guy in the group with Ken and I Harry? I know. Well, that's what that my wife is fear. worried about. She's like, they're going to have him cleaning their bong. I don't like this at all. Cleaning their bong. Yeah. I was like, well, there is something to that. We'd have to have ground rules. But what happens when Ken sues your son? <laughs> yeah. That's what the amount of scams that Ken has your son in. Oh, yeah, on. You're oh my right. God. He's you're going right. to Wendy's, putting shit in his chili. Right. And he's like, this kid wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not, uh, you know, I haven't worked out the kinks, but just in general, I don't mind the idea of sending your unhappy kid off to your, uh, your most 
a disgusting friend's house for a year. Ken is, <laughs> I'm so, when we did the pod and Ken was sitting there and I yeah. made fun, fun of Ken, I actually stopped yeah. myself because I was like, Ken might sue me <laughs> for making fun of him on a podcast. Yeah. Defamation of character. Yeah. Just send Ben, send your son there, Ben and Ken. I think that's a good match. And maybe Ben and, uh, and Jack will live there for a year. Well, wait a second. Before we leave this story, <laughs> what did you decide? Should we he live with Ken and Harry? I it feels of, like this is up in the air. I think we should give it a run. My wife, who's sentimental or whatever, wants to keep the kid around. I know I'm a horrible father for this, but I think it's for the, the greater good. This You just laid out the first 10 minutes of an Adam Sandler movie. Did I really? Yeah, I yeah. think you did. Where this the middle kid gets so disgruntled at home. Right. And his dad has these two degenerate yeah. friends. I'm afraid the end of the movie ends up like Goodfellas. Though. That's the only problem. <laughs> He's just driving a car with yeah. sweating cocaine sweat. Exactly. Wow. That was some story. Yeah. I, I'm Listen. What do you think? Should he go or should he stay? I love him to death, I, but. I think from a podcast content standpoint, mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah. Weekend at Harry's. <laughs> we just send him. Hey, listen. If you want to hear the NFC over-unders, part two of this podcast, just go to Against All Odds. Mm -hmm. That is Cousin Sal's podcast. He does it every week. And and with the football season heating up, this is really your time. Plus U.S. Open. Oh, Who's yeah. US, U.S. Open, Open expert? Up. There's a lot. Yeah. Once again, every time I forget to email you, like Simona Halep lost in round Number one. Number one seed. And the odds are always like, the, the underdog's like 30 to one. So stupid. Just take and the, one of the top two seeds always loses in the first the two dog, rounds. the first three matches of there. Yeah. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. People can get hurt or killed. You can get arrested, incur huge legal expenses, or even lose your job. If you think drunk driving is no big deal, you couldn't be more wrong. Drive sober or get pulled over. Learn more at NHTSA.gov. Go to Against All Odds. You can hear the NFC over-unders with me and Sal right after you listen to this one. And don't forget about our old friend, Tate Frazier. Thanks, Tate. Yeah, of course. It was Happy fun to, to see back. you. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Don't forget about Tate. One Shining Podcast, GM Street on the Ringer NFL Show. Uh, we'll talk to you on Against All Odds. Check it out. Check it out.